Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Ebony Impress Shows. Designed to help you love, live, and learn through the power of conversation. Ebony is a relationship coach and a radio host on Blog Talk Radio and Google+. Don't forget to visit www.ebonyimpresstv.com today for information on upcoming and archived shows. Ebony's Relationship Coaching to leave show comments and read Ebony's blogs. For live shows on Blog Talk Radio, call in on 347-945-7556. Ask questions or comment in the chat room. Please follow Ebony on Twitter, like on Facebook, and join her circle on Google+. And now, here's the number one love host, Miss Ebony Impress. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Date Night with Ebony Empress of, and, of course, Lady T. Let me bring Lady T in. Hi, Lady T. How are you doing? I'm blessed, thank you. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Um, managed to have a little rest before the show, so I feel good. I feel very good. Um, it's not been a bad day in the U.K. The weather's kind of been hmm, rocky this week. A lot of people with colds and flus. I had my share, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm better now. I'm better now. So, yeah, feeling quite good today. How's your week been? So far, so good, but it's hot out here. It's really, really hot. So oh, lucky you. Yeah, we're, we're blessed. That's why I say I will never complain about, you know, uh, California's weather, especially coming from the cold state of Michigan where, you know, it gets below and lower, so I can only appreciate this weather out here. So I'm not complaining. I just know I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I could say that because we're kind of coming to the close of summer, although I, I have some plans to go to the Caribbean um, in December and get away wow. from the cold. Yeah, wow. I'm going to be going to St. Kitts um, in the Caribbean, and I can't wait. I'm going to be hanging out with some ladies for a woman's conference called the Antilia Conference um, in St. Kitts. And it's going to be really quite exciting because uh, they've asked me to speak, but I also get a little holiday in the process. So it's, Absolutely. It's That's awesome. It's be fun. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that's not until December, first week of December. So anybody listening out there, if you want to go to a conference, you're a lady and you want to learn about how to be more empowered, uh, we're going to talk about relationships as well. We're going to really look at every aspect of a woman's growth. And so it's a chance for women to get together, empower themselves, and strategize about how they're going to take themselves forward into 2016. So it's a really, really exciting time for me to kind of be sharing that with people in the Caribbean as well as people coming from the UK. We have some speakers from the US. So, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. 
Yeah, and I mean, you're going to have beauty all around you in the, in the water and in the land and in the people. So that sounds like all around you're going to you come up, you got a nice come up there. Yeah, so I I think it's going to be pretty good. I'm um I ha- I have been to the Caribbean many times, but really Jamaica is where I normally go because, you know, um my family is Jamaican, but this will be the first time to really go to another part of the Caribbean and enjoy that. So let's wait and see how that goes. I'm looking forward to it. So have yeah. you, I know you're in sunny Cali, but are you planning to go anywhere else before the end of this year or next year, or are you just hanging out in the sunshine where you are? Well, um, I'm not sure. My birthday's coming up, so I was thinking that I was going to maybe visit a, a girlfriend of mine, but that's not leaving the States or anything, so nothing to get my passport out for to travel long <laughs> But I am looking forward to that soon, soon, very soon. Oh, okay. Well, maybe when it gets this spring and it gets warmer, you may want to pop over to the U.K., and come and see how the other half lives, the people who don't have sun all year round. But we get it. We get it come sort of March, April, um, May, it's creeping in, and then around June it's much warmer than it is at this time of year, which is really autumn. So, uh, yeah, uh, maybe come visit me. Who knows? Yeah, I've been over there. I've been over there a couple times, but I never had a long, you know, stay. So, you know, I might need to look about and travel a little bit and broaden my horizons, spread my wings and fly. Might be nice. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so tonight we're talking about a dating league for singles. Um, And last week people may remember that uh, Susanna Casimento came on and she has this fantasy dating league, which is a bit like the football dating league, and she introduced it to this show and suggested that maybe we have a go at it. And I thought it'd be good to talk about setting it up tonight and and just refresh people on what it is and how it works and if you guys want to have a go um, at, you know, increasing your dating, going out there and getting more confident about saying hi to people uh, you know, especially you ladies who don't initiate a chance to actually initiate for some <laughs> some dating opportunities. You know, show someone a card, say hi, and there are some uh, rules, Lady T, because you weren't here. So I'll I'll um, refresh you on some of the things that she shared with us. And then the other thing I thought we could talk about when we've done that is um, there is a list of um, you know, things that men like or ways that men like to be treated that were I came across on Facebook and I thought, okay, this might be interesting. I actually thought, well, it wasn't one of those things that only men could benefit from, but I guess the guys will have an opinion as to whether that is their list. And... um and it was George Lee who who actually had been on this show before, George Lee Jr., who had it on his Facebook. He's a friend of mine on Facebook now. But I, I read it and I was like, is this the Bible for men and how they need to be treated or would like to be treated by women? So 
when we've exhausted the fantasy dating conversation, maybe we'll pop over and have a look at some of the things, um, you know, that are being suggested that men need to kind of sustain them in a relationship. I thought that was quite fun to have a look at that. I thought, hmm, interesting. Have I learned something here? Or could this apply to both sexes? So maybe we'll talk about that, Lady T, when we've had a stab at fantasy dating and what this will involve if you want to have a go. And guys, come on, join us in the conversation tonight. Feel free to call in on 347 nine four five seven five five six. We would so love to hear from you. Um or comment in the chat room. Um, you know, uh please do and let us know what's going on for you um around the fantasy dating idea. Do you think it's a good thing? Would you like to get involved? I know it's my house. Um I had a chat with me this week whilst I was on route on you know, travelling across the country and was very, very much into the idea. But uh, any of you guys that want to have a go, uh, each league is about 10 people. So we can set up one or several leagues. I have just tried setting up one just in case any of you want to get going straight away. But I haven't done anything yet about it. But um, maybe we'll talk about that. So, so Lady T... Did you have an a chance to listen to last week's show, or have you not listened yet? No, I haven't had a chance to listen to last week's show about dating. Okay. Yeah, so let let me let me remind people, and I'll tell you a bit about what Susanna was talking about. So what she's talking about is a league where, basically, we would go out. Those people who decide to join would go out and decide to date over a period of time. So um, you you could meet someone on the street, you could meet someone on the subway or the, you know, underground, we call it the underground. You could go anywhere that you choose to actually meet somebody, right? But each time you meet someone and you actually date, you get some points for that. So it's like fantasy football league, you know, that kind of thing. You would get dates, so you get points. Sorry, you would date and you would get points for every time you made a connection. So if someone actually um, actually took you out and uh, you managed to connect, you would get maybe one point. And if they called you back after the date, you know, you get a couple more points. Do you know what I mean? And you compete with each other um, according to how your dating is going. So basically, um, if you manage to have a one date or two dates each week, depending on the activity around that date, depends on how many points you would get. And what we would do is go for 10 weeks. And over 10 weeks, we would see, you know, how well each person is doing. So by the end of the 10 weeks, we'd count up the points and actually, um, you know, if you decide to take part, what you do, you go onto the website, which is a fantasy, fantasy dating website. You create a profile, um, a bit like what you do on Facebook, but you don't, you know, you don't have to put loads of information in unless you want to. But pretty much all I did, I set up a name, um, I created a password, and I went in 
and I started something I called the Global Singles Dating. So anybody who wanted, wants to join um, our league could go in and become a part of that. So you would get points, for example, if we you met somebody and you exchanged digits, you'd put that in under your um, details, and it would come up in a grid, and, you know, we'd all be competing with each other. And, you know, so if you received an email or text, you'd put that down. If you received a phone call from the person that you're dating, you'd put that down. And, you know, that's what you do in after-date contact. You put it down. And each person would get a score that would keep totting up over the 10 weeks. And it's good because it's kind of a competition. But what some of the rules are, if you are... um, continue to date that person beyond three dates, it kind of becomes like a mini relationship. So you get, you know, you're no longer totting up points. You're going to need to move on, yeah? So it's just about um, really how many dates you you might accumulate, and it's trying to encourage you to meet people to and to keep meeting people as much as you can. Um, and I like it. I think I think... Um, you know, it, it's a good thing if you're really interested in dating. If you're not, then, you know, um, then don't join the league. But if you're someone who's like, who hasn't really have got much confidence around dating, but you want to do a simple thing towards it. So, you know, um, this week, I, as I'm always traveling around London and out of London, I I met a couple of people, and it was in my mind, I was like, should I slip a card? Should I smile? Should I say hi? And I was like, I just ducked out. I didn't do anything, right? But there are a couple of times, you know, when you have the eye contact, and, you know, they want to say something, and you want to say something, and you go like, should I do it? Should I do it? Um, oh, no, we haven't started the game yet. When we start the game, then I'll start thinking about whether I want to be more proactive. But it's to help you to build that confidence to actually initiate some dating activity with someone that you might like. What do you think? What do you think of it, Lady T? Uh, sounds interesting. Sounds um, interesting. <laughs> I kind of- like that, you know, I mean, what I do, where I get out, and where I go amongst my days, you know, that I kind of embody that as it is. Like, I'm looking at different gentlemen, I try and see if I'm attractive or to them, or if I try and see if maybe they're giving me the eye, or, or maybe just little things like that. So I kind of implement that kind of into my days, but I just, like, I just haven't, you know... Haven't been, you know, very. Let's just say successful, or anyone has really caught my eye. All right. Okay. Different way of making a game of it. That's a different way of looking at it and um, going about it. Yeah, I think I think it is different because when I first um, saw it, I was like, "Woo, um, could I do this?" I, but it definitely gets you thinking because when you meet people. Sometimes you, there's almost a missed opportunity, especially if they don't want to talk or are afraid or they're not sure whether to approach you, and you you think actually they look nice, and then you may even have a little encounter, but you let the person go. Do you know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. don't know if you know what I mean, but sometimes let that person go. Right. And well, kind of, it's kind of, like if you're sitting there and you're talking to them and you're kind of giving them little signs and then, you know, it's come to a halt and you don't feel like you're getting the same vibe, you know, that you want back, it's kind of like a standstill right there. Is he going to ask for my number or should I give him my number? What are we going to do here? Is he going to make the first move or am I going to make the first move? So it's different ways of approaching um, people and, and different ways of trying to break that ice, that beginning icebreaker. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is. And I think sometimes it's scary to kind of be, especially for the woman, to initiate. Because, you know, just like guys don't want to be rejected, I suppose we're a little bit afraid of rejection sometimes also. And it's like, "Mm, uh, should I say hello? If I say, if I've got to get to a point where I've got to say hello or indicate that I might like you, am I going to be open to the same kind of rejection that guys they're exposed to it's it's a funny one but i think if you're doing a game and you know that you know um you're almost being observed <laughs> because i i what what happened was i went onto the website and um i had a look at how other people were interacting on the website and uh there there's quite a healthy competition going on between those people who have groups right so there are different um, teams on there, and you got like um, living single, the heat single again, and every time someone gets points and put their points in, you, the other members of the group kind of respond. You hear, you see the, their messages coming up like really, you know, oh, okay, so you got a call back. What does that mean? You know, you, you get the responses from the group members. So it's kind of nice as well because you've almost got this supporting team who are kind yeah. of, you know, pushing each person on to do more um, because yeah. it's a competition. Now you've done this. Are you, oh, are you going to get more activity? Are you going to go out and actually do something about this? You know, it, it really does encourage you to make some progress in your dating and I like that about it. I thought, yeah, um, when I saw the messages come up, I was like, ooh, that looks good. So, uh, you know, yeah, um, uh, people mention you as well if you are doing quite a lot. Um, and you do see from people who are in your league, you see how they are working towards dating. And the idea ultimately is to find love, to find someone that, you know, you're going to, enter into a relationship with and step out of dating into a relationship. But initially, it's just a fun way to get people going and back on the treadmill of dating. And I like the way that it kind of um, gives you a challenge. Um, I, I, was, I was talking to Vix about it today, and she was like, oh, it was just the... the I was just getting goosebumps thinking about it when we were talking about setting up. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps already. I'm like, you haven't even been out to date anyone yet. Why are you getting goosebumps? But I think it's just the thought that actually I'm going to do something about it. I'm not going to just talk about potentially dating. I'm going to actually, you know, go out and do something that might create a response. And, you know, it's that anticipation, what might that bring, um, you know, 
uh, will that work or how will that change things for me? And I think that's a good thing to kind of be challenged to do something different in order that you might see something different. You know, we always talk about doing something and it's all out there like this, this thing that, I don't know, almost never happens because we play a game of conversation. Uh, uh, it could happen. Uh, you know, what if? And I am really interested in it happening, but there's no real pressure because you've got nobody kind of pushing you in that direction. Yeah? So I, I think it's it's nice to have something that kind of gives you a kick up the bum and says, okay, so so what are you doing? <laughs> And to really be checking in each week on progress. And I think it'd be great to come back and let the show know how you're doing, uh, you know, what's been your progress with this, you know, with this um, little idea. And we kind of learn from each other about, you know, how it's going. What do you think? Well, I'm thinking... <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, yeah, it's definitely, it's a different, it, take, it takes a whole different, it puts a different spin on things, like it's more or less like, you know, it makes it more, takes the pressure off, making it more or less a game, something fun, more than, some people think of it as like, you know, unnerving, you know, they get anxiety, like a lot comes along with, you know, meeting that person and talking to that person, how the first hello is going to be, what the first phone call is going to be like, are you going to have chemistry, so it sounds like it's, you know, it's great to have feedback from other people that are listening, not listening, but are on the site, and they're kind of, you know, your cheerleader and kind of helping you push you along towards, you know, Doing something different, coming outside of yourself, not putting yourself in a box. Yeah, I I think, yeah, I think that's that's what I like about it. I think it's easy to put ourselves in a box and to be, you know, um, struggling with getting out there. But I think when you know that other people are also trying it, you know, it's kind of strength in numbers, isn't there? Well, you know, we're all going out, we're going to all take a risk, as it were, to try and um, meet people, and and we'll see how it goes. You know, we'll all see how it goes. I I, I don't know. I think it it could be it could be fun. Um, I'm definitely going to see it as a fun thing to do. But I, I don't know how anybody else feels. You, you guys feel free to call in and let me know how you feel. Um, if it's something that could work for you or. What do you think? And I'd love to hear the guys do it, see the guys do it. We have a lot of guys that call into this show, and they do all sorts of things, I'm sure, around dating, or they just don't date. Maybe they observe. I don't know what they do. But I'd like to see the guys be active as well. And for us to have that cross-pollination of, uh, you know, ideas and, you know, talk about together about things that have happened and if it hasn't worked, why it's not working, if it's not working, or if it's working, you know, are we enjoying it, and what could we do differently? So we could definitely learn from each other by sharing our experiences around, you know, dating. I think, yeah, I think it could be interesting. <laughs> so let me just say, say this is what I plan to do. I think, you know, because it's just a conversation tonight, 
And um, I think Lady T, people need a bit of time to kind of get used to the thought that they may try dating um, and they may use this opportunity to try and date. So I'm really thinking um, that we would start around the beginning of October. So if we started on the 1st of October and we say officially that's the starting line, um, it gives everybody a chance to go on the website, the Fantasy Dating Game website, um, set up a profile, and if you're really interested to get going, I'm going to keep promoting this on the Global Dating Facebook page and my page, and I'd love for you to promote it as well, Lady T. And if people want to get going, we say the 1st of October, and you know, we set up our first league. If there are more people that want to do it, then we can always set up additional leagues because each league is about 10 at a time. But, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to have a go, to just have a go. You know, that's me anyway. I think you can't you can't really, um, really complain about stuff like dating not working unless you really try it. I mean, you've got to try it. Put a bit of foot, one foot in the water at least. Have a go. See how it works. Well, that's the plan anyway. So, agreed, we're going to go for the 1st of October, right? Who's we? (laughs) (laughs) I'm over here trying to figure out, you know, i got to go look at it. I've got to go see it. And, you know, who's we? Is it me, you, and Vix G? And who else is out there? Who else? Who else? They want to have a go. And I'm going to keep promoting it. Um, You know, have a go, join up, put your name on, create a little profile. And you you know what, you can use internet dating if you want to get yourself going. If you want to start by talking to people online, if you're not comfortable to actually talk to people that may be around or people you see daily. I actually, because I've tried internet dating, I'm actually going to just talk to people like me. I'm going to be more, you know, kind of confident in saying hi to people. Maybe uh, I'm going to try the idea she suggested last week about getting a set of personal cards with your name and your, you know, just your name and your number. And, you know, if you see someone you really like and you strike up a conversation, you give out a card. And if that person contacts you, maybe it goes further. If not, you leave it where it is. But it is one way, a nice way of kind of, uh, you know, getting things going. Because what she was saying, Lady T, was you, you meet someone, say you meet a guy and, uh, you guys get talking. You think it's a really good conversation. As you leave, you at the end of that, you say, well, you know, you deserve a card. You know, here's my card. And and they can take it whichever way they like. But if you get an answer, they actually call you up. Then that's the start of a possible or potential conversation, which may lead if that person's available. And, you know, they're not always available. So you have to have that conversation about availability you can then take it from there. But on the website as well, it asks you stuff about your dating activity, you know, like what was your best date, what was your worst date, you know, when did you last date. So those of you who last dated 10 years or whatever ago, um, maybe you you can't even remember what the last experience was. But you don't have to fill in all the details if you don't want to. 
you just it's just for you to start thinking about what it may take from you to actually go out there and and date actually date it it's you know something about getting your mindset right and I spoke this week lady T to um a lady called Amy Leader who Leadington Len Leningham I think it's Leningham who is a, a conscious dating coach and she was saying you know that one of the things that you guys could do in getting ready for dating would be to write down <laughs> ten of the things that are your you know almost your deal breakers the things that you really don't want to tolerate in the person that you're going to date. So what are the things that are non-negotiables? You know, so if you think, for example, that if I met someone who's a liar, that would be it for me. You know, no matter how what package that person came in, if they lied, that would kill it. Then you put that down on your list of non-negotiables, right? Um, And then you have that list which should be like maximum 10. But maybe start off with just a few. But, in you know, when you start to meet people, you kind of interview people with those in mind, not basically to eliminate them from the process, but just for you to be curious when you meet them. So in your curiosity with the people that you meet, um, you start to ask some really good questions. But she may be coming on the show in the future, so we'll get a chance to maybe ask uh, more questions about, you know, some of the ways to prepare yourself for dating. But I like that suggestion she made, which is about just writing down the things that would really get in the way of finding that potential person. And and it will be based on your previous relationships, your previous encounters, just working out what is it that I really could not bear to have in a partner um, or a potential date, what would really just do it for me, end it for me? And once you're really clear about those, thinking about how you would be curious when you're interviewing people, and it is interviewing, but you're going to have a conversation. But when you're having those conversations with the potentials, you know, just looking out for signs of the things that you mentioned that you really didn't want and being curious as to how those people feel about those issues you know like how do you feel about you know is honesty a big thing for you like how do you feel about that and you know being curious and seeing what people show up with but but not necessarily eliminating them because you hear something that you think you don't like just going along with a process and um you know and looking at who you attract are you attracting people who have the things that you really say you don't like or are you attracting people that, that you know, seem to be in alignment with what you're looking for? So interesting ways to approach the whole dating world. Yeah, okay. it sounds like it's a little, it's a little, it's intriguing. It's a little mysterious. It's a little, you know, um, you know, it, like I said, it sounds like a fun fun way to look at it, especially if you are not very comfortable with, you know, the whole dating aspect and all that goes into it. You can kind of like, you know, walk into it 
slowly, and then you can put your, you know, your your boundaries there, your your guidelines, are, and like you said, the things that you that are deal breakers for you, so that you're not wasting somebody else's time, and they're not wasting your time. So they don't even need to approach you if you have those right there. And the idea of a business card to have just to hand out to people, I think that's sexy, especially for a woman to have that yeah. and to be able to be in control of, you know, the situation. And most guys will probably be thrown off at the fact that she's the one that says, well, here, here's my car. Call me if you, you know, if you would like to see me later or if you'd like to talk or whatever the case may be. So it's very, very interesting. Yeah, I, I like the way she kind of said it. Uh, you know, here's my card, you know, um, uh, you deserve a card. <laughs> I like that uh, way of saying that's, like, Yeah, you know, that's cute yeah, That's adorable You deserve a card, <laughs> a card, a card. Right. Yeah um, So yeah Just things to think about But I'll leave it with you guys to marinate For a week You only have a week all right? One week This Thursday to next Thursday And then we're going to get started And even if I'm the only person on the board I'm going to have a go at it Okay so, go, but go, I love go. <laughs> I love for you guys. Come on, Lady J, <laughs> Lady T. I would love for you to join in and uh, also be involved. It would be really great. Um, you singles out there, you know, get prepared. You have a week. All right. Um, I think um, we should talk about this email, that um, this list that I saw on Facebook of things that would help a man to be sustained in a relationship. Um, I think it'd be good to talk about it. Should we do a little break first and come back, or do you think we should go straight into it? No, I'd like to hear your songs that you come up with. Give us a little break and hear what you came up with today. Okay, all right. So i got a little song. Um, one of my old favorites, um, Luther and Janet, The Best Things in Life Are Free. Because you know what, hey, I, I think people always think that there is a big price to pay for things, you know, like dating or relationships. But I actually think, you know, some of the stuff that we, you know, put put a price on almost is free. It's free. It's free in terms of choice. You know, th- things in life, a lot of things are really about choice. And it's all about, I think, what we attach to stuff. But the best things are, you know, love. Uh, you know, uh, just meeting people and having fun. You know, that's free. That doesn't cost too much. The only time it really becomes costly is when we, you know, add stuff that doesn't need to be added. So I kind of agree with you and Janet. Best things in life, absolutely free. So I'm going to play that, and then we're going to talk about this list that I found on Facebook, the list of... Yeah, men, men's requirements from women in order to sustain them in a relationship. Um, and I'm going to be really serious about it. Or Alex is going to send me a message on Skype saying, you you are laughing at the men when you told them that, you know, when you talked about what they need. Um, okay, so I'm going to be serious about it when I come back. But for now, enjoy Luther and Janet. We'll be right back, guys. Enjoy. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm not like a 
Well, I mean, it was more or less like, yeah, so, you know, I agreed with most of it. I mean, a lot of it is just general respect from one, you know, individual yeah. to another. And, um, you know, and some of them, you know, I mean, it's kind of, you know, I don't know about the whole never text or whatever while he's talking to you. <laughs> I mean, I mean. Never look I mean, away on text. Yeah, never talking. look away. It's like, uh, no, but yeah, but no. But, I mean, everything is situational. So I understand if he's telling you something deep or you guys are having a deep conversation and then all of a sudden you pick up your phone and you just, you know, kind of nod off and just, you know, start texting somebody else, and that's dismissing that's everything. That yeah, is rude. So, yeah, so that is rude. But everything I'm kind of in agreement with. Like, I mean, it's all about general respect. Like, why would you want somebody to belittle you so you you should not belittle them? And that's just yeah, anybody in general. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a list for men and women. I, I yeah, like, absolutely. I I don't think I I like to be ignored. I don't want to be belittled or anything else. I I think women and men would probably anyway. That's just my opinion. I think it's men and women who would benefit from that list. It is a respect list. But we got someone who wants to come in, so let's bring in four one five four one five. Welcome to the show. Hello, Ebony Empress and Lady T. Long time no talk to you. This is the real Delia in San Francisco. Hey! Hey, real Delia. How are you? Hey, real Delia. Hi. And you just stole my thunder, Ebony Empress, because you said almost exactly what I was thinking, which is obviously a man wrote this list. But the list applies to that's the way they should treat us as well. Never be little. Mm-hmm. Don't tag your business out in the street, you know. Don't tell your friends. You know, in the case of, you know, if I was to make a list for a guy, I'd be like, you know, whatever you and I do is between you and I. Don't go, you know, yeah. to the bar and discuss our bedroom business. Absolutely. Or, or you know, or, or the funny little birthmark I have somewhere or whatever. You know, it's like just respect in general. I don't like the tone of the list because it sounds so one-sided because it sounds like you're talking to a child, not to an adult person. <laughs> you know, it's, like, don't, you know, it's like the list you give your kids before you go in the grocery store. You know, don't touch anything. But, you know, don't, you know, don't make a lot of noise. Don't climb all over the shelf, you know. It's just yeah, a little, you know, the tone of it is a little bit offensive. But I think that we could make a list for men that's almost the flip side of that. You know, don't compare mm. me to your to your prior girlfriend. You know, <laughs> don't tell me to take cooking lessons from your mother. Believe it or not, someone actually told me that once. Oh. Yeah, yeah right. he, suggested, he suggested I should learn how to cook. You know, I should ask his mom for cooking lessons. And I said, I got a brilliant idea. Why don't you take your ass back around the corner to your mama's house and go eat over there? Oh. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. The the tone, I guess, the way is it's like never do this, never do that. You know, then because that kind of yeah, that would that would make you feel the the person who wrote it was almost dictating it. You know, yeah, to a child, never do yeah, that. Not- really. Not only that, but it kind of, you know, it, it's written in a negative fashion. I was on 
a board of directors of um, a nonprofit, you know, a long, long time ago, about 30 years ago. And we had a meeting to develop our mission statement. And they had a sentence in the mission statement that was phrased in a negative way. And I suggested that we change it around to say, in essence, the same thing, but to say it in a positive way. In other words, instead of instead of saying, you know, to prevent uh, people from starving, you could say to make sure that everyone has adequate food. You're still saying the same okay. thing. You know what I mean? Okay. We want to get rid mm-hmm. of starving. We want to make sure everyone has enough food. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a different way of framing it. So so rather than saying don't belittle me, say encourage me and make me feel good about myself. Mm. You know what I mean? It is all about language and tone. No, I hear you. I think it's... You know, don't tell me I'm fat. I'm going to say pay me compliments every once in a while. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, you, what you're going to do, Dita, is pick the guy. You're going to pick the guy that likes the thick women, okay? And there are lots yeah. of guys that don't have an <laughs> issue about size, okay? <laughs> In fact, are, they're very right negative now, I'm not about. Into, right now, I'm not into picking anybody, but I'm also um, newly single. This is the first time. Oh, I'm you're newly single. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, oh. Maybe she needs to Fantasy dating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New class. You guys are you guys are getting the breaking story. I've been single for a few weeks, but I haven't mentioned it on Blog Talk at all. Oh. Oh. How does How does it feel? Um. Well, believe it or not, I was starting to feel for. I was officially single. I kind of, you know, you know how you're in a situation with somebody. And you have a sense that something's not quite right, like they they started acting differently, and then yeah. you find out that you're correct, and then you call the whole thing off, and that's basically what happened. I found out if everything wasn't as it should be, something was rotten in Denmark, and yeah. once I once my suspicion was confirmed, I said, oh okay, well that's what you want to do. Well you just go ahead and do that and have a nice life. So I feel yeah. Great. <laughs> Good for you, girlfriend. Crazy. I found out that I was correct, and you know, and there's a lot to yeah. be said for that. Wow, that's good. And and you know, it's sad when something ends, but if you have that feeling, you know, I always say to people, your intuition is your your sixth sense, and when your intuition tells you something, don't deny it. Yeah, it tells you that something's changed and you know it in your spirit and you can be ignoring that for weeks and going along you know hurting yourself continuously because you know it ain't right but you're not paying attention to it just because you just don't want to acknowledge what you already know so if it's over it's over if it's over for that person why waste your time when you know they're no longer in the picture they left the building well you know then it's good when you acknowledge it yourself and you you move on with your life. Because why do you want to be where someone? No one needs to be anywhere they don't want. I'm I'm saying no one wants to be anywhere that they don't need to be. You know. Exactly. Oh yeah, I, I feel good. I didn't even shed any tears this time. Oh. <laughs> well, well, still be good to yourself because sometimes 
sometimes um, in the moment, we initially, we we do go like good luck to bad rubbish and all of that. But it is a bit of time that you've invested. And sometimes there's a latent response in your soul to, to things that you've been associated with. So give yourself time to go through a little healing and to get over it. And, you know, but I'm happy that you're you're fine and you're happy you made the right decision okay. for you. Yeah. 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 Well done to yeah, you. Yeah, I've got more time to clean my house and uh, let's see, what else do I need to do? I don't know. <laughs> 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 you need to oh sign Lord. up for the house and sign and, up for and, the football you know, fantasy dating. That's what you need to do. Sign up for that yeah. football fantasy dating that Ebony's talking about. I don't think it's football fantasy dating because I wouldn't know how to do that. Well, <laughs> no, it's fantasy dating. And oh, okay, it's Celia, dating. Maybe, maybe you said I, I don't normally pick somebody, but fantasy dating encourages you to actually go out and, and when you see a guy, instead of waiting for him to, you know, initiate, you can actually say, hi, I like you, you know, and, and I have a chat. And and you don't even have to use the words, I like you, you just have a chat and you're engaging and you mm-hmm. smile and you do the eye contact and use the body language to let the person know that you actually appreciate them, you like them. And if you really think that there may be something in it, you can always slip him a card and say, actually, this is for you. You deserve a card. And see if he yeah, contacts you. Yeah, I <laughs> But, you know, it could be fun. Uh, I said Sounds interesting. Hmm. <laughs> I, I didn't mean that in a dismissive way. I just, I just said that it sounded interesting. I didn't mean to be sound dismissive. That's not my intent. But, but I actually did fairly recently meet somebody, and, uh, you know, it, it was kind of a funny, you know, happenstance kind of thing. Met this guy, and he asked me if I would go to a movie with him sometime, and I was like, sure, you know, I and mean, what the hell. I like movies, you know. And uh, we had a, a conversation, and he asked a lot of questions, and he gave me a lot of his biographical information and everything. And it was obvious to me that he was trying to impress me, which was funny because, you know, I don't really, I don't get impressed by things that people assume that are going to impress me. You know, like I don't really care that you have a Corvette or that you, you know, play music as it just so happens or, you know, whatever type of jobs you've had or whatever. You know, I didn't, I didn't really care about none of the stuff. He was telling me it was interesting, but it wasn't like I would choose him or not choose him based upon what kind of car he drives or, or what he does for work, you know. So anyway, but in, in the conversation, you know, he asked me a lot of questions, and so I guess he decided not to call me anymore because he found out that I'm not going to be hopping into bed with him very soon. Because oh. I told him he was skipping too many steps. Mm. You know, mm. you know, we haven't gone to the movie yet, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and you're trying I, to you I know, get yourself in my bed already. It's like, no, that's not getting ready to happen, okay? <laughs> Oh Lord, <laughs> I I hear that though because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of women that get trapped in that story of, you know I I think I want to date. I'm really interested in dating, and when the time comes and you have the conversation, no date ever appears. There is no going out. The only going out they're looking for is to get in your bed. 
all right? Yeah. And I guess and I and I guess there's you know, men may have that experience, but I think it's more that women will have that, you know, guys who are kind of not serious about dating and I think, you know, you have to separate the fantasy from the reality. You know, what the fantasy may yeah, you're a nice guy, you you know, you've got an interesting job, sound like you really wanna have a good time. Oh, okay, and we want to you know, you may suggest that you wanna go out to the theatre or somewhere but let it happen. Let the reality happen, and then you start to, you know, judge the encounter. Because dating is not about if you're going to do fantasy dating. It's about dating. It's about going out, uh, meeting someone, and if that person likes you, they make a response. They call you. You know, you go out another date. All this going to bed is not a date. And trust no. me, once they've had the bed. You know, if that's the objective, you ain't going to see that person again unless it's in bed. <laughs> okay? Right. Exactly. Because, you know, there's a lot of guys who want to scrap the dating as quickly as possible and, and mm-hmm. get to the nickel line. You know, and maybe there's women too who do it. But you got to be clear. If you're dating, you're dating. If you're not dating, fine. You're open for a little activity. Good for you. But, you know, if it's not what you want, no, no, no! Don't, don't be entertaining that foolishness. No, no. Exactly. At, at my age, I'm not looking for a new lover. I'm looking for a partner. And you know, if I think that somebody really is a possible partner, then the other thing could happen. But that would have yeah. to be, as some people would say, it would have to happen organically. It's not a forced thing. It's not a, you know, I spent blah blah money on you, therefore now you owe me to, you know come to my house or I'm coming to yours, it's like, no, that's not the deal. And, no. and I'm not looking for that. I've, I've had, you know, enough lovers, and I can right now live on memories. <laughs> I'm not worried about oh, yeah. that. You know, that part of my life is not <laughs> significant. So, you know, unless, unless and until it's somebody that I meet on a whole bunch of other levels before we get to that level. They, they yeah, won't be jumping in and out of bed right away, you know. <laughs> no, I agree, and I think I think take your time, and also with the dating process. <clears throat> sorry, just for the women, there's nothing wrong with you saying actually second date I'll take you out, and spending your money because a lot of us we earn enough money to take people on dates, right? And this is a dating game, so actually it'd be interesting to actually. Spin it around, and instead of waiting for the person when you're in, when you're initiating, for the person to say, "Well, I'm going to take you somewhere." Okay, you're going to take me to the cinema. Okay, we go to the cinema. The next day, I've already planned it. We're going to go bowling, or the next day, I've planned it, and you know, I've I like this lovely little restaurant down the road by the water. There's a really nice, you know, waterfront. It's by the waterfront. And we can eat in the restaurant and look out at the water and whatever. But have some plans of ideas, you know, where you want to spend your time should you get those dates. Because if you don't have an idea of where you want to go and what you want to do and you don't initiate, then it will be the bedroom, okay? Because it will be. You've got to have a, your plan already set up. This is where we're going to go and this is where we're going to go next. And the next time we meet up, this is what we're going to do. Or even if it's just going to a coffee shop, this is what we're going to do. So that you do not, oh, the walk in the park, right? 
or the cheap glass of water, which some guys like. Okay, whatever it is, have a plan. No, it's true, have a little plan. And I would sit down and write your, draw up your little grid. Date one, this is what we're going to do. Date two, this is where we're going. Date three, this is where we're going. On date four, this is where we're going if date four happens. Date four, no date. Fourth date four, maybe it's all over by date two. Okay, next. You know, and, and that's how you move on. Because what you're looking for is to find someone who you think could be a potential long-term beyond that, but you've got to have some experiences first. You get waylaid into the bedroom, you may not end this game. You know, you won't get to the 10 weeks. And you may still not find that partner because sometimes people just waylay you to take you out of the process, but they have nothing to offer. So that's just the thing to be aware of. You know, you you know you can have lots of stories for the grandchildren, but on the dating process, you know, you probably already have those stories. You're absolutely right, Delia. You've had them already. If you needed them, you've had them. They not absolutely. knew you're going to learn from anybody out there, all right? I don't know. It depends on what experiences you've had. About yeah. I needed. Oh, okay. Well, um, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Oh, okay. I was going to say, actually, when you were asking about, you know, best dates you've ever had, I don't know if this is one of the best dates I've ever had, but I think a really enjoyable date that I had, and this was a long time ago when my kids were still kids, I had, um, you know, a, a gentleman that I that I knew that, that I had met, and he and I um, went somewhere with our kids, you know, I can't remember now. I think it was the aquarium or something like that. And it was just a nice, you know, Saturday afternoon, you know, easygoing time. And I really enjoyed it because I got, you know, got to meet his daughter and everything. And it was just a nice thing. And and, and so, you know, because if, if you're going to be involving yourself, you know, in somebody's life, then, you know, if, if they're willing to, to have you meet any of their family members, and then that gives you a little bit more of an idea, number one, who they are and how much they respect you. Because yeah. if it's always, you know, I mean, you know, guys are weird. A lot of guys, you know, will, will just not even involve themselves with your children when the children are right there in front of them. You know, they, they're there to see you, and they want to know how fast you can put the kids to bed so they can, you know, go in the room with you. And those are the kind of guys... Mm-hmm that, you know, nobody needs, really, because if, you know, and, and I mean, you know, my son's an adult, but I have grandkids, and, you know, one of my grandsons lives with me, and so if you don't have any interest in my grandson, guess what? I don't have any interest in you, mm. you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, my grandson is, is as much a part of me as my right hand. You know, so you have to be able to, you know, at least have an interest in him. You know, maybe come out to one of his football games or something, you know. So at least be able to, okay. you know, have a conversation with him. If, if if I allow you to come to my house and pick me up, you know, you got to at least, you know, have a two-minute conversation for the young man that lives with me. Mm. Because my dad's not here anymore. You know, you know the old-fashioned thing was, you know, people have to, like, speak to your dad and, and shake his hand and look up in the eye. Well, my dad's not here anymore. So, 
you know, my grandson is the gatekeeper. <laughs> yeah. If anybody mm-hmm. comes to the house to fix you up, you know, you got to be able to look him in the eye. And he got to feel okay that you're not getting ready to do something weird to his grandmother, you know. Well, that would be on your list of non-negotiables, right? You know, oh, yeah, I was talking absolutely. about your ten things that uh, if you if you have ten, the things that you would be thinking before you date this next person that actually I'm not going to stand for that. That's really, and it isn't, <laughs> it, it yeah, no, you you really need it because sometimes we try to convey it during the dating process, but we don't do it effectively, and we get to the end of it and we we still are no better off because we end up picking people up and you're non and they 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 contain the non negotiables right, and the yeah. and the non negotiables are really you've got to be serious are they non negotiables. Or are you floating around with them and playing with them? Because if you say, I will never date a guy who doesn't respect family and is not into family, do not do that. Do not go dating somebody who you know has no interest in family, has never maybe had kids in his life, and really doesn't care about who you've got in your life. And sometimes we do it on the basis that, hey, he looks cute. You know, he looks like he's got what I want, and everything else is fine. Uh, But that may be the one thing that may kill it, ultimately, because it's going to pop up again. It's going to come up. Yeah, because you can't can't get rid of the kids. You can't hide them under the sofa, pretend they don't (laughs) exist. You can't. No, No, that's true, because whether my, my grandson continues to live with me, he passes 18th birthday or not, he's still going to be a part of my life. And, you know, right. all of my grandchildren right. and, my, and my son are part of my life. So, you know, if you're going to be a part of my life, you have to be, you know, fully involved, you know, with with everybody. You got to, you know, you got to try to get vetted by everybody before anything too serious happens. So, yeah. And, that, some, and, and some I, people. And I can't cheap and selfish guys, you know, because that's just, right. yeah. And some guys are uh, not interested in your kids. They'll be interested in you, but they're not in for the package, right? And and that's where you've got to be clear. You know, if you're not in for the package, actually, we come as a package and this is who I am. And be clear that that's, this is the kind of person that I'm looking for. Um, you never find the perfect person, but you've got to know those things that are definitely non-negotiables for you. So it may be something like you look, you know, if you're if you're not a Christian, if you're not a person of faith or spirituality, and you know, because my faith means so much to me, I could not entertain you. Then don't entertain somebody that you're going to end up being unequally yoked with because they don't have any interest in faith. They don't believe in what you believe in. They don't. They wouldn't you know, respect what your, what, you know, your faith, then why would you get involved? But maybe you would sometimes because you are looking, you know, ah, oh, he's cute, he's a six foot two I was looking for, you know, he's got the muscles, he's got this, and suddenly your non-negotiables go out the window. <laughs> and then you start living, telling yourself a lie because really... 
you're going to play with that person, waste your time, and still come back to those points that are your real non-negotiables. And they say you shouldn't walk around with a list, but non-negotiables aren't about saying, I will never uh, necessarily date you, because you can still date the person, but you have to know that that, for you, might never work. You know, for whatever reason, it might just never work. And you've got to be clear about what doesn't work for you. And I don't know. What do you think, Lady T? Didi's phone is just... No, I think that's, that's, you know, up front. If, you know, you be up front and honest to what it is you will and will not stand for, then, you know, it it cuts out a lot of the um, BS that, that... could happen, and that could, you know, like uh, Delia Such, you know, he kind of showed his his colors in the beginning. They were supposed to go to a movie, but dang, she couldn't get past the first conversation, and he's already talking about things that he ain't got no business talking about, not even knowing anything or much about her and her background. They haven't even went to a yeah. movie. So how are you going to be talking to me about, you know, getting in bed or anything even close to that? That's like all red flags, signing are, are flaring, no go, no go there. So, <laughs> you know, as long as you're, you know, and, and, and women have to be like, you know, regardless of what they see, what looks good always isn't good. I mean, he can look good, but wait till he opens his mouth. Can he? Does he have you know intellect? Can he have a conversation with you? Can there be dialogue? Is there something that he's saying that is you know will turn you off? Does he cuss too much? Does he have a face? So it's a lot of things that if you're upfront and honest, you know, and and that's and I know we've had in our other conversations that even though you think they're being upfront and honest, like you went on a date, Ebony, you know, the guy wasn't what he said he was or looked how he said he was going to be. And then you have to deal with those aspects of them kind of, um, let's just say, padding the, uh, I don't know, the comforter or whatever it is and making themselves better than what they are. But don't they ever think that we're going to see them or interact with them in a way and call them on all the things that they said they were, but we see all their shortcomings? Well, the shortcomings I don't mind so much. You know, I think people have different reasons why they may decide that they want to make themselves look better. I think when in the initial stages of dating, everybody brings the, the uh, you know, the representative out to a certain degree. Because what you're doing, you're trying to put your best foot forward. You really don't want to look like a loser too early on in the game. Or you just don't want to feel like, you know, you're not adequate, um, depending on what you think the other person's expectations may be. So there will be some fabrication to a certain degree, some of it not even intentional, but just wanting to keep that person in the connection so that you don't lose out. And right. I think most what people don't learn is that, um, or what they don't learn is, you know, that sometimes the honesty is good, but, you know, if you're going to fake it, you know, be very good about it because people will listen to you and hear everything you say and watch your actions even more so than you think. And sometimes people, you know, will be, tossed aside just because they made some major fundamental mistakes. But I think um, 
to also have some empathy when you're doing your initial dating and recognize that people are afraid. You know, sometimes they're lying, um, maybe about fear. But when you're when you're blatantly acting in the sense of you know being um, lacking integrity, when you when you say I want to date, but you know you don't want to date, actually you just want to have sex. Well, you know, I always say to women, call 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 the person out. You know, is it? Do you just want to have sex? Let's just have that conversation now. Let's not waste each other's time. Let's not go into some long boohoo that's going to waste each other's time. You want to have sex? Let's talk about it now. And and I think, you know, normally they, no, hey, no, I don't want to have sex. No, no. I. But some guys will say, yeah, I do. Actually, that's, that really is why I'm chasing you. I, I find you attractive and I'd love to get into bed with you. Okay. Well, now we know. That we knew that anyway because we're, we're opposites. And, you know, that attraction is what had you talk to me in the first place. So it's cool. I'm not going to judge you on it. But what I'm going to say is I need to go through a process first for me to kind of just understand who you are. And the best way to do that would be for us to date, have some conversations. The more conversations we have, the more I get a chance to really understand where you're coming from. Because really what I'm looking for is someone um, who is this kind of person. And then talk about the kind of person you're looking for. You know, I'm looking for someone who wants to hang out, who who wants to have some fun, but, you know, is looking to seriously date, should we have stuff in common, that looks like it can work. But, you know, initially this is a fun thing. Let's just hang out together and do some fun things. And I always say fun things are like bowling, you know, and if it's not too cold and you're not in the UK, you know, a nice walk in the park, go feed the dogs, you know, do something. Um or let's do some sport, do something together that takes us away from that, uh, you know, need to get, you know, intimate and physical too quickly because it is always there. It is the elephant in the room. It doesn't mean that you're judged if you decide you're going to go down that route, but just be aware that sometimes when you do, the choices don't always work in your favor. And, and you you know, you still need to know who you're taking that chance with, yeah? And in this day and age where it, we are very much in this physical, let's get physical culture as quick as we can, um, you know, who is this person? You know, is it going to be, are you going to end up getting your feelings hurt because you had an expectation that's not going to be realized? And I think when you've done that a few times, you know not to go there. You know maybe the long game <laughs> or the longer game, and I'm not saying how long that needs to be, it depends on you, um, may help you. And I think it's not even just trying to, to string it out. It really is having those conversations, which are powerful conversations, to try and understand the person that you want to connect with. Because ultimately, you know, if it goes beyond um, uh, dating, you want to know who you're in bed with. Simple. So, um do I even know your name or who you are? Anything about we, you know, anything about you before I make that decision is often what's in my head. I don't know how. How do you play, Lady T? No, I'm kind of the same way. It's kind of like it, it depends on where you know if I, how I view that person and how I see them. If I can implement them or see 
if they're going to be long-term or if this is going to be a short-term thing or where you're at. If you're just out to be a serial dater and you just want to date, then, okay, you can be that. But if you're looking for long-term things, then there are things that you need to do to prepare yourself for that individual to let them know that this is where you're coming from and you're not trying to just be like a booty call or, a you know, a hot shot in the pan or just something that is something that, you know, you want something long-term. You want, you're working on being with another person and making it last. So it's kind of all in where you're at in your life at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's true because I think people are at different places. So some people do just want a fleeting experience, and that's fine. I don't think there's no judgment if that's what you want. I think... Uh, you know, Delia was saying, and thank you, Delia, if you're still listening, but your phone went. Um, you know, Delia was saying she wanted something more, and I think if that's what you want, then you have to adjust your behavior to really um, allow that person to understand what it is you do want. But if you, you know, you kind of tell people by your behavior how you want to be treated. Right. You can't run away from that, you know. Mm-hmm. You kind of set the bar and yeah. if you set the bar really low don't expect that someone's not going to jump over it uh, you know the bar needs to be according to what you're looking for and the standards that you want to set for yourself and you're the decider as to where that bar is and no one can judge you uh, unless they ch- unless you want them to about what you the choices you make I think what you do you think about um, well, how is that working for me? So if I've always set the bar mm-hmm. pretty low and I make it very easy to do whatever it is that people want to do with me, well, how's that working? Is it getting me the relationships that I want? Am I meeting good people or am I meeting people just who fly by night and I never see them again? You know, um, the one the one hit wonder, you know. Is that what I'm getting? Or, you know, am I having some really good relationships and I'm feeling like, maybe, you know, not that I want to get married or anything, but these people are adding value to my life. Or the person I've met has had value, added the value that I wanted. Um, am I getting some partnering out of it, some companionship? Or is it just the physical stuff and, uh, you know, I still am left with some vacant feelings. So if that's happening, then maybe you want to change your behavior and see if adopting a different kind of behavior might get you a different outcome. So it is always about choices. It's like anything in life. You do teach people how to treat you. And you can't complain when, you know, people are moving swiftly, you know, treating you like, McDonald's driving or, you know, KFC driving, if that's how you're behaving. Because, you know, you're telling them it's okay, you know. True. Um, And it's kind of like you set the precedent in the beginning of how you're going to allow them to treat you and what it is you will and will not stand for. So it's like, you know, you can't, like, switch up later down the line you know, because you have to, you know, you got to set those, like, not the boundaries in the beginning because you, you want more, you're looking for more. But like I said, if you're also, you know, kind of like young and you just want a date to figure out 
what it is you do want and don't want, what you do like in a man, don't like in a man, then, you know, it's all good. There's no judgment there. And that's the way you should go about handling, you know, your uh, your, your your day-to-day interactions with men and individuals that, you know, you see on that on that level with you. So you've got to kind of really feel out where you're at and what your expectations are. And, you know, don't, and like you said, don't, you know, set the bar low because, you know, a bunch of them are going to kind of come jumping <laughs> depending on what it is. You <laughs> if you're putting it out there like I'm just here to have a good time and free for all, then don't be shocked at, you know, the, you know, the response you get. So, you know, you really got to kind of be careful in what you ask for because, you, you know, he's up there and he'll give it to you if you're asking for it, if you're deserving. So at the end of the day, you really got to be very conscious about what it is and where you're at and what you're looking for. Yeah, and I think it takes maturity and it takes time to actually establish what it is you really look, you really want for your own life. I think, you know, um, some of us have got to that, but it's taken many years maybe to work it out. But I think that's, that's got to be part of your your thinking when you, you know, when you're, you you kind of look back and you think, actually, I still haven't managed to find what I'm looking for or I still am not happy with the relationships that I've been, been in. And I don't, I'm not sure... There, they have been empowering relationships for me. And I think um, the benefit of hindsight is good because you can you can actually look at some of your behaviors, you know, look at the trends, you know, what, what, what did I do and how has that worked? And, you know, if I adopted this behavior, looking at your, because each person will have our own behaviors, well, I did that and I adopted that. Well, how did that work for me? You know, and and then, by you know, through deducting what worked, what didn't work, you know, stepping back and really looking at yourself and some of the decisions you made um, will help you to look at how you can do things differently in the future. And I think that sometimes is the biggest battle for some of us. I nobody likes coaches. People go like, oh, I don't need to be coached or whatever. But I really found coaching really useful for me. I still have a coach in my life to this day. And, you know, two years more of coaching with someone, and it really helped me because sometimes you can't see yourself. You cannot see how you are disempowering yourself through making choices that really don't help you. They really don't help you to move forward, but you're doing it anyway, thinking, Oh, let me keep doing this. The more I keep doing this, it'll it'll be okay. It'll work itself out in the end. And or you tell yourself, well, you know, I had fun, and okay, I got stories for the grandchildren. You know, all that kind of stuff we tell ourselves. But sometimes, you know, um, we're disempowering ourselves because we are not powerful in those relationships in the sense that we're not initiating, we're not making our own decisions, we're being swept along by things, and then we make up the story that, you know, this happened for this reason, that reason, you know, or we become the victim in those situations. But whatever it is, the truth is it always comes back to you. You always have to be the one who ultimately looks at yourself and decides, well, okay, what made me do that, really? How, How did I get into that situation in the first place? 
what is it that really happened there? Uh, you know, did I know? Did I see the red the red flags, but totally ignored them? And I I can remember, you know, myself after dating someone going, yeah, I knew, <laughs> I knew the red flags were there. But you know, sometimes you see the red flags and you try to ignore them, or you talk yourself into a story about how it's not what it seems. Or you spend your time listening to someone's story which blocks out the story that, you know, the the voice that's inside telling you the right thing to do. So the fear, there needs to be no fear in dating. That's what I say to people. There's no fear in it. When you understand how to listen to your inner voice, when you listen to your inner voice, when you use all the senses that God gave you, to make an assessment, okay, of somebody. And you don't ignore things that are blatantly in your face. And, you know, and you, and you don't get carried around, uh, you know, carried along by your emotions and, you know, and you're not easily swayed by, by BS because basically you're going to get a lot of it and you're going to hear a lot of it. But you need to be very clear about what you're looking for. And I think if you spend that time before you start fantasy dating or any type of dating, just writing, making your own little list of things, your things are non-negotiable for you. And, you know, and really spend some time um, working out how you're going to plan your way forward. I think it could be a real fun ride um, because your eyes are open, Yeah. You know the the worst rides are the ones where you have you're screaming and closing your eyes <laughs> to the world because you don't you're so afraid to open your eyes to see you know because you think if I open my eyes I'm gonna really you know those rides those fun rides right where you, if I open my eyes oh my god it's gonna be so bad well this ride is is a different one it's a mature ride you're gonna have your eyes wide open because you're going to be fully aware about the impact of what it is you're going to get involved in and what you want to do with it. And I think that's going to make the difference. I'm just saying. No, absolutely. Like, I mean, I because if your eyes are closed, you're not really seeing what it is that's in front of you that you could really appreciate. You're kind of, you know, you you know, you're just holding on to that bar, hoping you don't fall out the ride. Like, no, no, or you know, you're trying to take a pretty picture, and you're not really take, paying attention to what it is that's really going on. So it's like if you are up front and 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 you know self and you know what it is that you will and will not stand for and like you said earlier your deal breakers it makes things so much um it's a smoother ride and you know you don't have to you know reiterate yourself and keep telling the same thing over if it's already put out there unless that person is just deaf and not listening to anything you have to say then you might have to you know ask him to go get a hearing test or something but besides that you know it's it's just like you have to really be you know, very cognizant in what it is you want and what it is you're looking for and not make it too difficult because it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be exciting. It's supposed to put those butterflies in your stomach about who's the next person and shutting one door and opening another is a blessing all the time because, you know, new experiences, a new person, a new, um, just a different outcome. 
So it's all in how you look at things and how you perceive them and how you actually want them to be to make that actually come to fruition. Okay. Well, we've got about 34 minutes of the show left, and just for those people who are on my line, I can see all of you there. Um, If you want to call in, we'd love to hear from you. I mean, come on, guys, give a contribution. We've been talking for a while now, and it'd be lovely to hear from you. Um, You know, how do you feel about fantasy dating? Are you going to get involved in my league? Come on, it's my house. You told me you might do. So I've put it out there now. Uh, You're going to get involved. And how do you think it might work for you? Um, Do you think it could be a fun experience? Are you looking forward to doing something a little bit different? Uh, I think it's good to try something new. Uh, I'm I'm starting a course next week, Um, Lady T. I've I've actually, I'm going to go back to school for a while. Really? Yeah, but I've decided to go back to school. I think I think it's good when you get older to set yourself some new goals and to not be afraid to try some things and to add new learning. You can never be too old to learn new stuff. I someone's telling me today that the Pope uh learnt, you know, the new Pope, he decided they already had about seven languages that he could speak. And he was gonna he was going to the US and he was gonna address conference and he decided, um that he Congress, sorry, and he decided that he would learn English. And he learned him uh, you know, he learned English. He's seventy eight years old and he taught himself English and he's gonna be able to address, you know, Congress when he gets there. So there you go. That's that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So he didn't know, I decided. He didn't know English No, he didn't know English. He he spoke seven other languages, but English was not one of them. And he decided he didn't want an interpreter. He wanted to be able to speak for himself. And he did. He did it, wow. apparently. Um, he's, he's actually taught himself English. So I, I don't think you're ever too old to take on new learning to take on new behaviors. I think what gets in the way is our fear, right? Right. We, you know, we get we get fearful. That's where all the butterflies and stuff will come from because what is there to fear? You know, what is there to fear? You're going to meet human beings. Some of those people may become friends. They may not become anything. It may not go anywhere. But you may create a friendship that could become a life connection. You know, not everybody comes into your life to be a life partner. But sometimes you meet some great people along the way, and you can have a fun and smile about the experience. It doesn't have to be a negative one. It doesn't have to be one that's going to have you, uh, you know, in your bed, sweating in trepidation. Oh, my God, I'm going to have to meet another human being. (laughs) You know, I'm going to have to talk to a human being that may bring me some stress. Well, you know, if you think that before it happens, you know the law of attraction. You're going to attract it. It's going to come to you. But I think if you think positively and you think, hey, this could be great, and that's how I'm feeling about my course. I'm going to go back to school. I'm probably going to be with uh, some people who will be much younger than me. Um, but, you know, I took my kids through university, and I think, you know, I, I, I feel pretty confident about 
um, sitting in a group of people that and and doing a topic that I really love, um, which is psychosocial science and 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 you know and learning. I think it's going to be fun, and I'm really excited about it. I feel like Shirley Valentine. You probably don't know who Shirley Valentine is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Shelley Valentine was in a film in the UK and she's someone who got to a certain age and then started um, exploring the world again. And uh, she has a lot of fun with it. She meets a lover. She, you know, she has this great relationship. And, uh, you know, it's not expected that a woman uh, of a certain age would be going out and having new experiences. And she does that. So that's why I said I feel like Shelley Valentine. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, I can agree. It's never you, – you can learn something new every day, and that only adds to the quality of who you are and that you're open and, you're, you know, you're trying to, you know, to better self and to, you know, just to keep – you know, because there's things out there that you might not know that you should just dabble in and have an interest in and, you know, don't stay stuck and stagnated because you're not going to go anywhere, and that's a boring way to live. So you know, congratulations on, you know, going back to school and, and you know, pulling that through. That's, you know, that's a, that's a feat within itself. I know I myself am not going back to school. <laughs> I don't want to go back to school, but that's just me saying that right now, you know. So there are things that I still do want to learn things that I still do have to put a bow on and finish up. So you never know. I might just go back at some point in time, just not this time right now. I know. I know. But, yeah, I think it's that thing of, like, what else can I learn? Um, you know, what's new out there? And I think as you get older sometimes you can get a little bit stuck in the things that you do in all the knowledge you already have. You know, I already know enough, I and I, I never think I know enough. I always think there is a door open to new learning. And with the way that the world is moving so quickly and there's so much new, so many new things coming along, I think it's good to keep, you know, keep moving with your learning, to keep improving. And I do a lot of coaching, and with the coaching, people are always asking me for new information, new support, new things. And so I just decided, well, you know what, I'm going to go back to school, and that can only support me in the work that I do, in the public speaking I do, in the stuff that I train, because I train people every day. And, um, yeah, it will make me a better, stronger person. And, uh, God willing, I'll finish it. That's that's the plan anyway. Um, Yeah, but I'm going positively into the light. (laughs) as long as you're positive about it it's your choice it's what you want to do then go for it like it can only make you a, a better woman and more you know knowledgeable about what it is that you want and how to get it and how to go about getting it so you know that's an awesome thing yeah it is so let's go back to the dating so if we were going to do this fantasy league and i'm not going to be the only one sitting on the fantasy league um how do you think it might play out if you tried it what what do you think you would be looking for and and 
maybe not even that question. What are some of your non-negotiables? If I was going to ask you, what was your list of non-negotiables? What what would they be? Well, right now, I just don't know if I'm really the best person to ask that question. (laughs) 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 Right now, that's... Pursue. Right. Okay. 
Okay. So if you met somebody who was young and, uh, you know, they had a car, okay, um, they have a good job, good, good salary, and they're fairly intelligent, and you know, but they're not a young, they're not an older guy. Um, would you consider them? Yes, absolutely. I would consider them. I think it's about their approach and how our, you know, our couple of conversations are on the phone and what it is that you know that we talk about and and like you said, for us to really keep the ball kind of in our court to know what it is that maybe, you know, a couple of the dates that we want to do, that we have, you know, um, the examples of going out bowling, like you said, or going to the movies, or we have, you know, what it is we want to do instead of giving them the full option of, you know, making the plan for the date because then there might not be a date. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you got to, like you said, set the precedence for what it is. But, yes, I would be open to dating a, a younger guy. It's not a, I wouldn't mark them out, but, you know, that's just really was not, you know, has come my way at this point in time. All right. So non-negotiables are things that you will not shift irrespective, all right? But I want us to, to keep talking about it, but I need to refresh my phone. So I'm going to play a song and then come back, and we'll talk a little bit more before we finish because we've still got about 20 minutes. So do you mind if I do that and Absolutely. so that I can just refresh my phone? And then oh. if anybody wants to put your hand up on my switchboard to come in, feel free to because Lady T can always talk to you while I'm trying to change my phone over. Um, but we'll play, I'll play Maya Free while we're waiting, okay? While you're waiting on me to do that. And we'll be right back, guys. Hang in there. Okay? I tried to play Maya Free. Wait, hold on. You said we're free. Yeah. That was, yeah. <laughs> now we're there really. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Wanna bite? So I procrastinate. Come on, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You feeling that? What you doing over there? Feel me? Bring it over here. You got it. Everybody knows that yeah, I'm kinda shy, and I'm not the kind of girl who could ever approach you guys. You didn't notice me
Okay, so welcome back. We just had a little great, little break, little, little break. So, um, yeah, you're listening to Ebony and Lady T. Lady T, you there? I am here. I was ready to come in with single and free. (laughs) (laughs) I must admit, when I got back on, I was like, yeah, ooh, I haven't heard that for a little while now. I love that song. I do love it. So, you know, before the break, you were talking about, we were talking about, you know, the your list of non-negotiables. And I, I wanted to say that the list of non-negotiables are really things that you are not going to be flexible on under any circumstances, right? So if you said, actually, I don't want to date someone who's a cheater. My experiences are that I've had cheaters in my life. It's been so devastating for me that there is no way I would date a cheater. That's a non-negotiable. Right. 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 So no matter what form the cheater shows up in, once you know that person's not honest and that they, you know, maybe they have a history of cheating, you let them go. You just won't even consider a second date or a first date or whatever. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we got somebody who wants to come in. Let's just see who this is. Eight zero one. Welcome to the show. No, I can just take it. Uh, hello. Hi. Hello? Hi. Yeah. How are you? Um, hi. This is a uh, James Kitchens. You know, and I I've been single for quite a while. You know, and usually, you know, want to tell my story. You know. Yeah. Really. Uh, so anyway, uh, you know, I met my girlfriend in Brooklyn, New York, about a year ago, and uh, you know we were we were going fine. You know, it was your usual relationship, nothing special. Like, and I think part of the problem is we weren't really looking for like a soulmate. You know, like we just kind of, you know, just used each other, and it, you know, and then. And then this man uh, named uh, Doug Mahaney, uh you know, we went to one of his performances down in uh, the Brooklyn uh, State Center there, um, and he's like a, a magician, kind of hypnotician guy, you know, and me and my girlfriend were uh, volunteers, you know, and he sat up there, and, and he really, like, triggered something in my head. I, I, don't, I don't know how to quite explain it, but... Now we are married and have six kids, and it's only been three months. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 I can't even explain it. We just used each other for, you know, like sex. How did you get six kids in three months? Seriously. Oh, I meant three years. Sorry. Oh, okay. Because I was gonna say, work it out. You know, it, okay, the like don't work out. or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, okay. okay. So, um, so you got six kids in three years? Well, yeah, three of them are adopted from Uganda, but okay, the other three between me and her and. And I, I can't really remember the past, you know, three years. It's almost as 
if, like, you know, time stopped. And mm-hmm. she's not as attractive as she used to be either. She's, <laughs> she's bigger. It's a nice room, you know. And, so what will um, make her unattractive now? Is is it because she's had the the three she, kids she, in three years? I'm <laughs> I'm guessing I'm guessing it's you know baby fat and maybe she's gone off the eating. But I just woke up this morning in bed, only remembering <sighs> it felt like our you know first date was yesterday. Oh Lord! Yeah, I, I I think you know what? Do you know what? I wish you well with the relationship, right? It that's too funny for words, but thank well, you for calling in. Okay, <laughs> right? We gotta let you go um, before it gets worse. But that was funny. That was funny. That, <laughs> that was? was really quite funny. <laughs> that was funny. He's an idiot. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I <laughs> just have to say. So the serious point I was making before we got interrupted with, with that nonsense was um the you know, there is you know, your non your non negotiables are the things that you will not change regardless. And that's what you have to bear in mind when you when you write that list of non negotiables. They're gonna be the things that are you're not wavering on and you cannot waver on because of who you are, the history that may be behind those non-negotiables. So basically you're talking about the things that are, um, you know, like if, if uh, okay, so I'm, I'm going to think about my own list of non-negotiables. I had a list of non-negotiables that I, I wrote a few days ago, okay, um, mm-hmm. Lady T., I'm yeah, here, I'm here, I, and I'm waiting, waiting. <laughs> <laughs> this <should> be interesting. <laughs> I didn't write a little list, um, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so my list is uh, maybe a list different to some people's lists, but it was based on... Um, my own experience. So this is my list. The the relationship would not work if the person, for me, is not committed. That's a big thing. I am kind of looking for someone who is committed. Yeah? Yeah. Um, and if I date someone, this list, really, I'm looking for this list to be the list that will be, will govern my choices. Okay. So I'm really looking for someone who will embody this stuff, right? So the person needs to be committed. He will be honest, right? He will be self-assured because I want someone who's self-assured. I want someone who is open-hearted, okay? I want someone who is a giver, someone who is kind and emotionally available, okay? Um, and the person needs to be a person who is his word, okay, and who is emotionally given. So those are my ten things that are non-negotiable. 
If they're missing from the relationship, I don't believe the relationship for me will work. So that's why I call them non-negotiables. And that's why I mean when you sit and make your list, you're actually trying to look at the things um, that you think would help you make a relationship work for you. Um, And they need to not be flimsy things, you know, that you know, will mm-hmm. keep changing depending mm-hmm. on whether who the person is. They need to be fixed things that if they're not there for you, the relationship would not work. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. kind of like a, yeah. I, I mean, so, break. like we're not going any further yeah. because you do not. Yeah. It's not that you don't meet the requirements. It's just like this is what I'm looking for and, you know, we I'm don't really see eye to eye. for that. Thing. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. So it doesn't matter what box you come in. It doesn't matter how how lovely the package is. Essentially, that's what I'm really looking for. And so that helps you to start to be really clear about what it is you want. Because a lot of the times we say what we don't want. um, And the non-negotiables are a bit like saying what I don't want. But they also say what you want. I want someone honest. I want someone who's committed. I want somebody who's emotionally available. I have done emotionally unavailable before, so I want someone who's emotionally available. I can't do emotional unavailability. It will do my head in. So I'm very clear. If I see that, that maybe, you know, by putting it down, I'm in my spirit, set my spirit up, I hope, to attract what I'm looking for, not what I'm not looking for. Do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. But if you say, if you're talking about things like um, whether you have a car or not, because that can, you know, if that person may not have a car, but they may be a great person, and it may not be a big deal, you know? You can walk around where you live. It kind of limits what you can, you know, can do, and it might, you know, I mean, then you... Would it ruin the relationship? Well, if you're in a relationship, that's different. That's something you... That's on a whole different level, but if you're getting to know that person and you want to get them to know them outside of the confines of your four walls and, you know, that's what's going on, then that's something different. But if you're already in a relationship... I have no problem with that. Like, that's something, you know, we're in a relationship, then I want to be in your space. I want to be in your time, so I'm getting to know you. I don't have a problem with you coming over to my my home and spending time with you. But if we're just getting to know one another, it kind of limits to some of the things that, you know, when you when you put it into the way you put it and you phrased it the way you said that they were non-negotiable, non-negotiable mm-hmm. than deal breakers or some things that you're not going to stand. I mean, some things you can bend on, but when they're non-negotiable is the way yeah, you like put it. Yeah, like a car. Yeah, a well. A car you could probably bend on because you yeah, know Yeah, exactly. If That's you why, you know, as you see it now, yeah. my, my list would be different. My thought frame would be different. Like, yeah, they have to be exactly. an animal lover. Like, they have to accept, you know, the fact that I have dogs. And they have to, they you know. Love. Yeah, so there's some things that when you put it that way, now my list would be different. But in, if I'm just right. dating you, that's something different. So getting to know somebody yeah. and being in a relationship, the, the list changes. Yeah, because 
things like a car, you, if he's got the money to buy tax to do taxes, yeah, taxes are fine. They'll get uh, you from A to, to, to B. You just want to get from A to B, right? That's so that's right. A, that can be a flexible one. But the ones like your pops, because they're like your life, mm-hmm. then that would be a non, definitely a non-bendable one. Absolutely, you know I mean? right. Right, yeah, right. that's why I said my right. list, now that you put it in that frame, like my list would be totally different. Yeah. But off the jump, just meeting somebody, that's why the list is kind of really kind of surfaced because, you know, you don't know if that person is going to be on that second or third date or if it's going to go any deeper or if they can go exactly. any deeper. So, you know, yeah. that's that. But if it's, you know, if I'm in a relationship, I don't care if you got a car. Get a bus. Get your butt over here. Yeah. Or I'll come yeah. see you and, and Uber it to you. So, and that's a compromise yeah. thing. That's something that can be worked out. Yeah. That's that, you know, is not, I'm not a superficial, materialistic type of person. So, you know, um, it's it's like, you know, I can work with you if you work with me to work with you to work for us at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is true, true. Okay, well, we're coming to the end of our time, okay? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. We've got about two minutes on the clock, so... I just want to say thank you to everybody who um, showed up tonight, who listened in, everybody on our switchboard, anybody who, you know, who listened on their phones. Thank you so much um, for listening. Yeah, we're going to be back next week, Thursday. Um, I'm not sure yet my days um, in terms of Tuesday. We may be in on Tuesday, but we're going to have a chat. Lady T and see if Tuesday we will be back. If not, we're going to start talking next week more about the dating league, and I'll be looking for people to sign up next week. Okay, you have a week to get your heart ready. Okay, and um, I just want to say have a great week, and thank you, Lady T, for sharing the show. Absolutely. Do you want to tell people where they can go to check out this site so I can go and just yeah, probably Yeah, the site open. is www.fantasydatinggame.com. If you look on the show page, there's the information there. But if you're on the phone, it's fantasydatinggame.com. And if you go on there, you have to set up a profile. You can put a picture in if you want to. You can put some information in. But the league that you're going to join will be... Um, Global Singles Dating. It's called Global Singles Dating. That's a league I've set up, and you will see a picture on there of the show. So, uh, you know, jump in. If you've got any problems, uh, you can message me um, at ebonyempressukgmail.com, and I'll answer any questions that you've got. But it's pretty straightforward. Have a go, and I'll see you guys next week. Okay. You ready to go? (laughs) All right, so I'll play you out with our green. Let's stay together. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Look after yourselves and good night.
It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.